0: So if you're ready to reduce your financial stress and truly live the life of your dreams, then tune in and let's do this. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Ditch the Budget podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Rumore, and I'm so excited to be talking to you today all about beliefs and how they really, truly drive your financial position and they drive where you are in terms of your wealth. I am a very left brain thinker. So for a long time, this whole concept of manifesting and mindset and all of this stuff was way, way, way too woo woo for me. So if you resonate with that, just know that there is a whole other world uh, above, you know, even our left brain comprehension. And I think that that's the beauty of the human experience is getting to learn from other people that are a few steps ahead of you. And one of the things that I've really learned is this whole piece about mindset. And there's some behavioral science that backs up a lot of the mindset piece, especially when it comes to money. And I actually dive into that quite extensively with my private clients and figuring out what their particular money mindset is. So that first mindset piece that is really ingrained in us by the age of seven. So there's really no changing it. We just have to learn how to work with that money mindset. But then there's a, there's the mindset piece that you can control. How do you think about money and what is within your control to start to reprogram? Now just stay with me because this might get a little out there. I'm not quite sure. I have a few notes, but I'm not quite sure where this episode is going to go. But I really truly believe that What we focus on and what we think about really drives our actions. Our beliefs are definitely the foundation of that. And our beliefs help to formulate our thoughts around things. And then our thoughts really drive our emotions. I've talked about this in the past. Our thoughts drive our emotions and then our emotions drive our actions. So when I say your beliefs drive your wealth or how you think about money, really does determine where you end up financially, that's what I'm talking about. So there is a very famous story, and I'm sure everybody's heard of this. You might not know who it was or when it was. But in 1954, a gentleman by the name of Roger Bannister did something that for centuries before him, people did not think was possible. And that was breaking the four minute mile running barrier. So for centuries people thought you there's no way somebody could run it faster than 4 minutes and along comes Roger Bannister and in 1954 he broke that barrier. Now very very interesting about this is that not only did he break it, but once he broke that 4 minute mile, 37 other people in the same year also repeated that and broke the 4 minute mile barrier. So this is something that Oh, it just gives me chills thinking about because I feel like once we believe that it is possible for us, maybe we have to see somebody else do it. Maybe we have to have the specific steps laid out for us, depending again, if you're left brain, right brain thinker. But if you can see that happen and see that unfold, why not you? And I know that that is so cliche to say But I really firmly believe that I am working with a bunch of amazing women that have achieved levels of wealth and levels of success that I used to dream about. And now I am like stepping into. And it's just wild to me when I look at where I'm at. You know, I come from a blue collar family, successful, but we were a blue collar family in a small, small town of I don't even know how many people live there now, maybe 1,500, maybe 2,000. And I just know that even going to u- away to university and not going to our local university was something that was different. Like most people went, they stuck around our area and some of us didn't, some of us left, but it was more common to stick around our area. And I was already kind of following in footsteps because friends of mine that had come before me, they had gone away. And I thought, well... I don't know if this is possible financially for my family, but I want to make that happen. And I want to make that work. And that's exactly what I did. I went away to university. I worked throughout university. I did have some sacrifices along the way. I made it work. And, you know, I've talked about student loans and things like that. But my point is, I don't know if I didn't see that modeled before me that I would have believed that that was possible. And that's just like one little tiny instance. When I look at what I want to achieve in this life and the, I call it the empire that I want to build. It's not to be greedy. It's not to be, whoa, who does she think she is? Because I'll let you, I'll tell you something. That narrative definitely goes in my head. Who does she think she is? So many negative self-talk. I think we all have it. So if you think that I'm immune, I am definitely not. But one of the things that I have in my corner is I have a team to help me when I'm up against some of that resistance. So I have a team that helps me with that. And I also spend a lot of time in the right brain kind of woo-woo space. And that is something that even I would say three years ago, like I can't even begin to tell you how crazy and foreign that sounds to step into that manifesting and really like shaping my thoughts and shaping, you know, who I want to become and what level of success that I want. And that it's okay for me to have almost giving myself permission to dream. I remember my coach, Heather Chauvin, I talk about her a lot. And if you're not listening to her podcast, please go and like, listen to it. It's amazing mom is in control. So there you go, Heather, there's a little plug for you. I really truly believe that one of the things that she, she talks about is, wouldn't it be nice list? And I don't know if she created it or she learned it from somebody. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day. What matters is I still to this day, when she has me do that exercise, wouldn't it be nice and just let yourself write. I have such a hard time doing that. I have such a hard time allowing myself to not feel guilty about my dreams, not feel that they're greedy or selfish. And and most of all, that feeling of, if I say this out loud, what does that mean about me? You know, what reflection does that have about me? And when I actually really stop to think about what makes a wealthy woman, and for my definition of a wealthy woman, I know I've been talking about this a lot, but it's, it's kind of where I'm at right now is really defining her and becoming her, living her. And part of, be, for me, being a wealthy woman is truly giving back to my community in a massive way, in a massive way. And like beyond my dreams of probably what I'm able to even write today. And even when I write goals for my business, you know, I want to have a million dollar year. The first time I wrote that, I erased it. I crossed it out because I was like, no, Heidi, like what? You can't. That's like, that's like 10 years away. And I had to shove that, like, you can't do that out of my brain really hard. And I had to spend a lot of time working on why is that little seed of doubt in my head? Why? Because maybe at that point, I didn't believe that that was possible for somebody to do for somebody to achieve somebody who looked like me somebody who grew up like me I just didn't honestly believe that that was possible for me and then you know assembled the right team done a lot of work on my mindset I have really dove into a lot of personal development and really stepping into that wealthy woman that I want to be and realizing that my models of wealth And the wealthy women that I was seeing around me weren't very nice people. I'll just be honest. They weren't very nice people. And subconsciously, what that said to me was that wealthy women are not nice. And, you know, I hope that I model and I think that I model uh, a woman that is generous and kind. And I'm very heart centered when I work with clients so for me to have that subconscious belief that a wealthy woman is not a nice person was my resistance to stepping into that woman. So I had to really unravel that and say, no, that, that model that I have in my life of what I look at when I think of wealth, she's just not a very nice person in general, whether or not she had money or not. And so I had to really break that down and realize that that story that I was telling myself is just not true. So, and it's really reworking that to, well, what does she look like then? And can somebody be wealthy? Can a woman be wealthy and be a nice person and be kind and be generous and be heart centered? Or, do they get jaded? And then they become the only place, the only reason why they're wealthy is because they, you know, had to steamroll over people or they just throw people under the bus because that's what I saw in my life, my corporate life, in my personal life. And so I really had to do a lot of work there. So I really challenge you to look at that in your own life and really start to peel back the layers when it comes to your beliefs around, the attainability of something, because just like Roger Bannister, breaking that four minute mile, he must have had an intense belief that it was possible. And because of his intense belief that it was possible, kind of led the way for other people to also believe, well, if he can do it, why can't I? And now stepping into the role that I am in now and realizing, you know what, a million dollar a year is not that far off. And in fact, I'm well on my way. And that's okay to say that because by me having a million dollar a year plus means that I'm able to step into that wealthy woman. And it's not to say that I'm just going to be like raining dollar bills everywhere. Okay. It's more like I'm going to be able to give back in a way that gives me chills in a way that brings tears to my eyes. And that's what a wealthy woman is to me. So I really want to challenge your beliefs when it comes to wealth and money and debt, everything, you know, it doesn't have to mean anything about you, but imagine the impact you can have on your family, on your legacy, on your community, and just on yourself in general. What kind of mother are you going to show up as if money wasn't an issue? What type of spouse would you show up as if money wasn't an issue? What type of community member and friend and neighbor would you show up as if money wasn't an issue? So I really, really, really want to challenge your beliefs when it comes to money, especially if you haven't had positive role models when it comes to wealth, or if you think that's only reserved for the famous people like celebrities. And it's like, well, obviously I'm not a celebrity, so I can never be wealthy. That's not just simply not true. There is so much money to go around. In fact, they're printing it they're printing money, okay? So there is so much money to go around and it's not that if you attract that money into your life, that doesn't mean that you're taking away from somebody else. There is enough money to go around. I truly believe that. And that's why, you know, I I had a conversation with somebody who is starting money coaching and we had this conversation back and forth and you know, it was one of those things where she was like, Well, I just didn't, you know, want you to think that I was stepping on your toes or like copying you or anything. And I'm like, Hold up. First of all, there's room for all of us at the top. I truly believe that. And even if you did use my content, like word for word, it's not going to land the same way as it would for me because you're not me and I'm not you. You're going to have your own audience. I have my audience. We're doing different things. So don't like put your blinders on. Don't even think about me because I'll tell you something. I am not thinking about you. And that took a lot of work for me to get to that place because I feel like two years ago before assembling my team, before working on myself and my mindset and my personal development, I would have felt really threatened and really triggered by that person and the work that they were doing. And now it honestly, I'm like, yes, come come. Come, there's more of us. Like, I can't reach possibly everyone. So come into my world. Yes, more people need money coaches. Like, let's do this and link arms and let's just like spread our message out. And imagine how amazing the world would be if we could all be like that instead of competing with each other and throwing ourselves, throwing each other under the bus. Um. Anyways, that was kind of a tangent. I wasn't expecting to go on. But I really, truly believe that there is, number one, enough money to go around. There's room for all of us at the top. And number two, get your mind right. Understand how you are hardwired to think about money, first of all, because that is really going to be your guiding light when it comes to your financial decisions that you're making. But then I really want you to define that wealthy woman. Go back, listen to a previous episodes where I've talked about defining that wealthy woman, becoming that wealthy woman and and really get rooted in your goals because your thoughts, your beliefs are really going to start to shape those actions and those steps moving forward. So I wish you all the success. I don't even need to wish it because I know if you just believe it, you smell it, you feel it, you'll become it. And I truly, truly, truly believe that. So I. I look forward to seeing you the next episode of the Ditch the Budget podcast. And just thank you so much for your time. Bye, everyone. If you found today's episode valuable, please take a screenshot, throw it up on your stories, tag me at Heidi Ramore, DM me on Instagram, find me on Facebook, I am here for all of the things. And I will see you next time on the next episode of Ditch the Budget.